Hi there, my name is Mudiyeche Mashamaite, and this is a podcast about the difficult transitions into adulthood. Join us as we speak about the bittersweet moments of becoming more independent, developing one's identity, and learning to handle more complex relationships. Dumalang, 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 Dumalang. Welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Transitioning with me, Mudiyeche Mashamaite. Today, however, I am not alone. I am joined by two awesome guests who happen to be very good friends of mine as we hit on quite a few heart-hitting topics that I believe will be of your interest and I believe will make you excited. So relax, enjoy, have a drink or maybe two and some popcorn as we have part one of our discussion. So hi guys, um, I'm actually going to start with Zimi here. Um, ladies first, they say. <laughs> so Zimi, just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, what you currently do and what is your favorite memory about your childhood hi friend thank you for having me on your show uh lovely to be here so my name is zimkita kweza i also go by the name noelali i originally come from elusikisiki which is like a small town deep in the heart of the eastern cape but um i literally grew up in East London, did most of my high school, primary and all of those things in East London. I am a daughter, I am a big sister and I studied journalism at Rhodes University. I am 25 years old and I was really brought up in the church. My mother is actually a pastor and my dad is in business is like a taxi in the taxi business so i had a really unconventional childhood and that's just how i was brought up to think and yeah and one of my favorite childhood memories is actually in the church and just serving in the church and just doing a lot of charity for our community because i've always been raised to just help other people and always be kind because you know the world needs a bit more kindness and a bit more love so yeah that's who i am Oh wow, I actually didn't know some of the things that you just said now. Crazy wild business. <laughs> but thanks, Amy. Um, so so who are you? Where are you from? Where were you raised? You know, and your favorite childhood yeah. memory. Oof. Um, Zakita's intro was sublime. <gasps> so um, I I can't compete with that. Um my name is Somi Langaye. First son to Lupolo and Amanda Hupuche. I'm from a small town called East London. Grew up in King Williamstown and East London. I'm 26 years old. I currently work in Johannesburg, but I've, I grew up most of my life to young parents. So I moved around a lot. I think I've, I went to like six schools, if I'm not mistaken, oh, from wow. my childhood. Yeah, so because like, they had to kind of balance being a parent, also taking care of their career. So they just take me everywhere with them. And it was a catch-22, obviously, because stability is a thing that is rare. But you get to meet different people, go to different places. 
and yeah i think it shaped the man that i am today a person that loves people that loves um you know just becoming the best version of themselves and just community i think the best thing about my childhood one great memory would be all the road trips that we took my dad was really traveler he would just come home one day on like a friday or even a thursday randomly and be like you know what let's go to like i don't know durban as in right now and we'd all like look at him weirdly and we're like dude why don't you just tell us the day before so we can pack whatever and he's like no i just made the decision right now and i think that just kind of gives you the outlook on what kind of parenthood that i got and that is live in the moments do you and do what makes you happy you know um and yeah that's that's how i grew up a free spirit but in chains <laughs> that's basically how i grew up oh, wow i actually just noticed something about the both of y'all the both of you guys are tosa right yeah <laughs> yeah well i'm i'm bondo but yeah it's a sub tribe of tosa so yeah yeah i think also another thing i noticed is so i'm always like so obsessed with like Tosa people's names like i i think you guys have yeah. like the most beautiful names well obviously other ethnic tribes have beautiful names too but i i feel like Tosa people put so much emphasis in like the name of the child that they give the name to they put emphasis on like their future and so forth so i actually want to know what do your guys names mean because i know that like Tosa people take that like naming seriously yeah like, they take it serious um well actually friend to contradict you there my parents were very lazy they were just like <laughs> do we feel like being creative no uh, so they named me zimkita which means zimkita in tombi um so the girl is beautiful basically oh. it's natural beauty it's yeah uh, so that's literally what it means it's not that deep <laughs> and girl they did not lie it's like they definitely did not lie there that part thank you very much <laughs> she's blushing now yeah she definitely is yeah, yeah, you can yeah. feel it over the yeah you can feel it <laughs> <laughs> i actually actually wanted to add on to that point and say that they weren't lazy i just think as didi said it's really really crucial ikama your name because mm-hmm. within she can correct me as well as Mkita if I'm talking nonsense. But our names are kind of a foretelling of what they see. And I think it's so, so powerful how you can give someone that over their destiny, you know what I mean? Like yeah. over their future. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing. It's really, really amazing. Um, and it just kind of shows you the different elements of being black of being umtsa of being yeah. so many there's so many um variables that make you you yeah you know um but yeah i'll speak forever if i go yeah. that way my name is somilangai ukumila is to grow so we will grow with him or by him or through him i was uh, the first born wow. um i was given that name by my grandmother and grandmas do that thing where when they see you or they miss you they give you the name and they give you like a whole breakdown i don't know if it's me or yeah, my grandma yeah all the time it's a whole time. Break, yeah i gave you this name because and i think it's really really powerful i won't lie it gives you a lot of um pressure but it also gives you strength because to have the belief that 
not only you and your own family, but the homestead and your family, your greater family is going to go through, grow through you as, as a blessing, as a blessing. Uh, she uh, saw something in me back then. And I'll always be grateful for that. Man, that's so beautiful. Ah, see why I say closer people know? They be knowing. But anyway, <laughs> I know that my tribe is going to be like, girl. But, <laughs> but no, man. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Like your names are so beautiful. And I just wanted to like have that icebreaker just a little bit. What is your name? Sorry. My name. Oh gosh, no. Why you got to do this to me? Now it's definitely going to be like, better people are lazy. And, <laughs> but to be fair, um, I will answer the question as well. My name means late and I will explain why because <laughs> I know everybody's probably like late. Your parents named you late. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> so I was three days late in accordance to my parents. I was supposed to be born on the 10th of July, but then I decided to arrive fashionably late and arrive three days later. So yeah, that's that's basically why they named me Mudir. Oh, okay. Doesn't make sense why I'm always late now. Go by. Go by. Excuses. Ah, guys, think about it. <laughs> but yeah, let's fast forward basically to you guys growing up, right? Um, you guys went to school and you studied what you studied, right? Um, of which you're going to answer this shortly. When you went to school, did you know, like, since growing up since you were two or like from basically when you could rationalize what you want to do with your life has your career that you have now or the career that you followed always been what you wanted to be um no um definitely not um i came to varsity i was never like a strong mathematical student i was never a strong science I was just a balanced student, I'll say. Oh. Um, I didn't have like a passion back then, but I, I started to like business studies in high school. And yeah, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't a 90 in one area and like 14 in another area. It's just, you know, consistency. <laughs> so I got to varsity and then I got to, I started with economics, yeah, which was a passion of mine, you know, down the business studies route, you know, so it's, it made sense for me. I did that as my undergrad. And then I was like, actually, I don't want to do economics my whole life. It's not something that I want to do. I'd rather go the business route. And so I went to business school um, and did that business administration qualification. And yeah, I, I'd never known from birth or childhood that I wanted to, to do what I do now. Um, and right now I'm into marketing, product management, and I'm happy. I'm so, so, so happy. I also played sports in, in high school and I thought that could be a career, but I just didn't see myself like being in the public eye for like 15 years. And then my career is over. Basically, I just didn't see myself doing that. Mm. I just found it boring, weird enough. Doing the same thing day in, day out is just mm. not it for me. And I think sport gave that, and I wasn't about to do that. So yeah, that's what made me me. 
Yeah, that's so interesting because you went completely different. Like you decided, um, no, I'm going to like a different career path totally. Um, Zumi, can you relate? Um, yes and no. So I obviously didn't know specifically that I wanted to go into storytelling, into journalism. Um, but there were signs like when I was younger, you know, looking back and when I speak to my family and just how I was in high school, like I got the best public speaker in my matric year in the whole school. I was secretary of like the, the debating team. So people knew that I was either going to be in a lawyer or I was going to be in politics or something to do with opening my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I then just discovered that I don't have the capacity to be a lawyer and to be in an office space. And so journalism, multimedia journalism, uh, just sounded so amazing because, you know, what's also said, like, I couldn't imagine doing the same thing over a long period of time. But with multimedia journalism, what I've studied, I literally every day is a new thing you know and um, it's adventurous every single day and i love storytelling and just sitting down and hearing people's stories and just finding a way to relay them to an audience you know that's just something that's so beautiful to me and it comes from my culture as well i think a lot of black communities are storytellers you know even when we were younger our grannies used to tell us stories and so yeah that's that that was me just following up on you zimi because um you you just said that yes and no right um you followed your heart recently by going through a totally different well not totally different but you decided to take a different path from like what you have studied rather so what what was going through your mind did you just decide on that day that you know what i'm done this is what i'm gonna do now or like was it a build-up okay so i didn't take a completely different path i just left the confines of corporate right so i left a company i left a building i left a job that was no longer serving me and I went into my own business and freelancing, but still within the media space, still kind of doing the filming, the producing, the writing I was doing in the office, right? Um, and that was very scary. It was very scary, but um, what was going through my mind and why I did it was, first of all, I'm a huge believer that when you are young, experience everything you don't have to have it figured out. You know, there's a pressure to just have it figured out. Um, and I'm a huge believer in where my heart takes me, I will go because I'm a child of God. You know, I believe in God. Mm -hmm. I believe in the Holy Spirit. And so if something in my heart is saying, just take the sleep of faith and do something different, I will do it, you know. So, yeah, I don't want to blab on too long, but I will say I was not happy within the confinements of that corporation mm. i wanted to be free i wanted to live my life be able to visit my family whenever i could visit my family be able to wake up whenever i want to wake up and just control yeah. my life and control my hours because i felt like we spend a lot of time 
giving ourselves and energy in our youth to businesses and corporations that sometimes it feels like you don't have control of your life so i wanted control of my life mm. but i wanted control of my life i wanted to see my friends whenever i wanted to see them and i wanted to improve my mental health so i decided to just leave the job and start my business and be a freelancer mm. it was scary but i needed the freedom so yeah hopefully that answers you no you did you actually on the nail i i found that so like liberating because so many people don't um understand the that when you choose a career and when you choose um working for a company or when you choose that this is where i want to be it leads on into the lifestyle that you're going to live it leads on to um so many things that you don't consider you know and i'm glad that you touched on this as well because it leads on to my second question for soso where um during covid i believe he did a video about um purpose and i found that so like oh my gosh like this is literally what i'm going through you know um that video hit the nail in so many aspects of my life that i didn't think i needed to hear that video as much as i did especially at the time um so so when you did that video was it like something that was pressed on your heart or like um did you just wake up and you were like you know what i'm gonna do this and let's just see where it goes um first i want to give a shout out to uz and Kita. What she did is really, really brave. And I think it's important for us as people to really be adamant about doing things that make us happy. Mm. Obviously we have all our responsibilities and all the things that we have to be accountable for, but the time we have right now as young people to kind of do what makes us happy is really, really crucial, especially for our mental health. If you're not at your best, then you can't do your best, you know? And I'm, yeah, I'm just really, really proud of what you did. Going back to the video, if, if video, I'm also a really, really spiritual person. God does this thing where sometimes you just don't have a choice. You feel something and he makes you want to share it. I don't know if it's just my destiny and my path. What a slick, slick God, man, because it's something that you just think about by yourself. Yeah. And then you just find yourself opening like a your camera dude to share this you know and i always like cringe at like those motivational videos on social media I'm like what are you doing bro it's just you and a camera and you know those people like that like speaking like there's someone else in the room and i'm like yeah. why what are you doing like I, don't, I just don't get that you know but each to their own but anyway so knowing and feeling like that about motivational speakers proves even more that it just wasn't about me mm. um and what I was feeling on my heart is what I was going through and still going through. Oh. Purpose is something that fascinates me. I'm obsessed with it because it's constantly changing. And purpose has made me, purpose and God, God's purpose over my life has made me realize that the less, the less you know, the better. You don't know where you're going to end up. It's okay to be concerned about your future, what you want to do, where you want to end up. But you have to trust in the process and trust in what's been put in your heart and what you've been given. And this confused me for quite a bit because I was like, God, like, you can't show me something through, through a dream or, you know what I'm saying, through a person. And then nothing happens, you know. And I just realized that sometimes God uses silence as a tool. 
a tool to make you listen to me to humble you and i i'd like to think of it as like god being like dude i'm here i'm protecting you and i love you but until you accept what i want to do in your life you're going to just have to deal with the heartbreak deal with the confusion until you realize that this is not about you this is not about you and i learned this from my mother as well that life is hardly about you i don't think we are put on this earth for ourselves because that wouldn't be it you know there's something that you are here to do whether it's one person whether it's 10 people or a million people but you are here to change someone's life and it's important to it's important to to be aware of a calling over your life so that you are able you're able to use it so that you are able to help people yeah 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 like going for days about this topic so thank yeah. you for sharing that because like people don't actually realize that um everybody is ordained in some way to um help other people you know um it might not even be to help other people but it might be like to use yourself to make someone else realize um a destiny or a journey that they're supposed to go through so i think that's beautiful and thanks so much for doing that going forth to what you guys have learned um i think you both touched on this quite a little bit but what do you guys think your individual journeys have taught you about yourselves you're not just going to wake up one day and you're constantly happy and you're constantly at peace and you're constantly joyful it's something that you need to invest in and pour yourself into and that's what my journey has taught me because it's very easy to be sad guys it's very easy to be sad there's so many things that make us sad in this world you open the news and there's so many bad news right but um to be happy and to choose light and to try and get yourself out of a dark place requires effort and that effort has to come from you so that's what this journey has taught me wow that's beautiful so so for sure for sure um again zinkita dropping gems <laughs> i think as i grow up and i guess it's a, it's an age thing as well but you just have to be responsible about your own journey and you have to How do I say? It? You have to be personal about being personal. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um it, you have to you have to do what's best for you and be unapologetic about it. Um and you're going to see the importance of that as you grow up because people's opinion people's opinions um about your journey and about your own goals are going to seem irrelevant as things go on. It's great to have your circle It's great to have people that feed life into you. It's great to have a supportive structure. But it's you versus you to be quite honest with you at the end of the day. Um and the relevance of that you'll see in your decision making. Knowing that this is a toxic environment and I want to leave is something that you have to come up with. It's not something that abanya bando around you convince you to do. Yeah. It's something that you as umdu saw that this is my responsibility and ya bonba apa I'm just going to I'm not going to make it if I continue. Whereas if people around you if you had listened to people around you I'm sure it would be like no begazela you know it's nice having a salary you know it's nice having you know just a consistent income are you sure you want to take that risk especially in this economy and all that kind of stuff. And the truth of the matter is you know yourself better than anyone and you know how things affect you. 
Um, and that's why it's really, really important to just do you. Do you to the best of your ability and be unapologetic about it. Because this is your future and you know what you want to do in this life thing. Mm. Um, and it's really, really important. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, ish. People will, people will uproot themselves out of your life by their own doing. Damn, that's a hard one. When something <laughs> is just not supposed to be a part of your journey, it just like it's, it's like a highlighter. Yeah. It just comes out and it's like, yeah, this is not it anymore. Time to go, you know. Yeah. And sometimes they leave themselves. And you only see later, go to, oh, this is why this happened. You know, mm. I don't know how many times, how many moments I've had. Oh, that is why it's, this happened. And I always think of God as this person that's just looking in the shadows. Sometimes he's shaking his head. Sometimes it's like, I got you and all that kind of stuff, you know. What's supposed to happen will happen, but you just have to take control of your life. You have to take control of your life. And to be quite honest with you, taking control of your life is the scariest thing yeah. Mm, yeah. Be- because you're accountable for whatever happens, you know. Thank you for listening to the conversation with Soso and Sankita. I hope that it has been a beautiful one and an insightful one as well. See you again soon for part two as we transition once again. Have a great one.